Hello and welcome to the formal review. Today, we will be looking at the 2019 film, The Reign of the Supermen. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the review. Hello everybody and welcome back to the formal review. Now this is episode 38, but this is the first episode of season 2. We're going to start off 2019 with a bang. Before I want to get into it, I do want to say that there will be some spoilers. However, I do try to keep the entire review fairly vague and try not to ruin the movie for you, but I do recommend that you watch the film prior to listening to what I have to say about it so you get the full feel of it. But if you really don't care about that, keep listening. The Reign of the Superman is an animated superhero film by Warner Brothers Animation and DC Entertainment. It is the direct sequel to the 2018 animated film, The Death of Superman, which both of them are based on the comic book of the same name. It is the 13th film in the DC animated movie universe and the 33rd film in the DC animated original movies. This film was directed by Sam Liu and written by Tim Sheridan and Jim Craig. It stars the voices of Jerry O'Connell, Rebecca Romjin, Rain Wilson, Cress Williams, Fabric Fabian, Cameron Mohagen, Jason O'Mara, and Rosario Dawson. Now some of you may be wondering why I look at this film and why I think it should be added to the review list. It's because one, it is a comic book movie and I love DC animation. I think that they do an extremely good job when it comes to their animated films. And for those who are questioning if this movie actually did get a theatrical release, it did on January 13, 2019. It was a limited Phantom event, but for most people this movie was released on Blu-ray and digital on January 15, 2019. It takes place six months after the events of the first film and the world has been introduced to these four new different types of Superman. You have Superboy, Steel, Cyborg, Superman, and The Eradicator. For those who haven't seen the first film, this film is the second half of that overall story. And going into this, I was a big fan of the first one. If you want to hear my full thoughts on that film, you can go back and listen to episode 15. It's a pretty high standard for this sequel. The story here is very good in the sense that it definitely works very well off the source material. There is some really dark aspects to it. The animation style was very good as well. Sometimes even looked better than the first film. However, I really think that some of the action sequences were better in the first film than in this film. But the strongest point of this film is the voice acting. For those who know what I thought of Rain Wilson as Lex Luthor in the first film, you know I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Now, I'm not saying that this completely changed my mind about it. However, I do think that he does a fairly good Lex Luthor. He kind of makes it a much more darker role and it makes his character a little bit more intriguing. Having said that, I don't think it's perfect cast still, but I do think it's better than the first film. His performances are obviously O'Connell and Ron Jin playing Superman and Lois Lane respectively. I think that they have very good performances. You could really push them forward with being the traditional voices of these characters. And that's one thing I really enjoyed about the, the original DC animated films and also DC animated TV shows is that they kept the same actors. And this is something I really hope they do continually with these two because I think they do a fantastic job here. Even O'Connell, who's in this film only a little bit, he does a very good job. But the really strong point is Lois Lane. I love where her character goes. I love the emotion that she shows losing this person. There's so much drama that goes into her character and her character is extremely well written. My main issues with this film, however, is that I really don't think it has 
has really any character to grasp onto as the hero or heroine of the story. Whereas in the first one, it really builds up the character of Superman. It has these four characters and they're really trying to juggle all of their backstories, but I don't think it manages them very well. Mainly because it really tries to focus on comedy. That doesn't always work when a film like this is trying to be more of an action type of movie. So it doesn't work as well all the time. This film really cuts down on certain characters' backstory because it only can try to focus on one of the four new Supermans. The Eradicator is pretty much used as he's needed and not really focused on on who he was. It's rushed and everything about him. And really, Steel, I think, completely underused. Especially with the voices, who's Crest Williams for those fans of Black Lightning. They could have done so much more with this character because he's a character who legitimately started his job because he wanted to help out people, just like Superman did. His character has so much potential. Unlike all the other Superman, his was the most honest. And they could have done so much more with his character. They could have really drove a message home of what it would be like without Superman. We really don't get this feeling of life without Superman. We don't really see how bad it was and why these four Supermen have now come to power. We go six months, but we don't see how that six months went. We just have to assume that it was really bad. Superboy, I think, honestly, was a little bit of a letdown as well. I was a big fan of Superboy as a kid. I thought he was a really cool character. Actually, I had a Superboy action figure. It was one of my favorite versions of these four Supermen. And for those who have watched Young Justice, I think that is one of the best renditions of him and really making him a more grounded character. Really get to see who this character is. Now this one, honestly, while he does go through an arc, I thought he was a bit annoying. And I do think that, that how this film tries to tie into the ultimate overall DC animated universe doesn't really make for a concrete film. And this is one of the tweaks that it changes from the original material. And I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I get it and it's kind of cool, but it really didn't work. And this is where a spoiler comes in. So they reveal that Cyborg Superman is essentially being run by Darkseid. Again, because you know who Darkseid is, it really takes down a lot of who Doomsday was. And I'm not trying to say that the Doomsday villain was really that impressive, but it takes it down even more because it's just, well, okay, we have Doomsday, who's the guy who killed Superman, and then you have Darkseid, this more powerful being. And this is some is a problem with a lot of comic book movies. When you build up this one villain for so long, and then after they defeat that villain, they really have to now say, oh, but there's a more powerful one out there. But then why are we spending all this time developing this lower hand villain, you know? And I, this is really something that this film tries to tweak because they want to keep this continually throughout the other DC animated films. And I think that that's good in the sense, again, of continuing the idea. Because I do like when films do keep continuation of characters and continuations of stories. But when these two films make up one of the most famous Superman stories of all time, you gotta try to not do that until like an after credit scene. 
know. I but I do feel that the second half of this film, when stuff is starting to go down, I think that's when this film really makes it worth it. There's a lot of great action, and I feel that this film just overall is entertaining. I had a good time watching it. The first film is definitely better, and that film was extremely entertaining. Again, go listen to episode 15 to really hear what I have to say about it. After watching this, I would say it's definitely worth watching, definitely worth buying on Blu-ray, and definitely worth adding to your collection and continuing the film. So at the end of the day, I would rate this film a 4 out of 5 bow ties. And let me know what you thought of the film. How do you think it compared to the first film? Hit me up on social media. My URL is all the same. It's at The Formal Review. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also check out Box Office Buzz. I do some retrospective reviews on there. You can hit them up for pretty much any type of multimedia news. You have movies, music, video games, TV shows, everything. I want to thank everyone for tuning in once again. I really appreciate everyone listening. I really do this for you all. Seeing the amount of people who listen, it really does lift my spirits. I wouldn't be doing this if you all weren't listening. And so I really thank Thank you all for supporting me in that nature. And for those who want to support on a financial basis, you can go to anchor.com forward slash the dash formal dash review and click support this podcast. Now, as with all reviews, there is music in the background. I do this just to bring you back into the scene of the film because I really, I think that music is a big part of the film. Now, I do not own the rights to this music. However, I do think it's a big part of the film, so I want to bring support into that. Now, the music in the background this episode is from the original motion picture soundtrack of The Reign of Superman, composed by Frederick Wideman. Until next time, I'll see you at the movies. Take care, everyone. Thanks for tuning into this episode of The Formal Review. We hope you'll join us again.